The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PickWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. OddsCrowd gives away hundreds of dollars in weekly contests, including the $100 SGPN exclusive free roll contest. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Crank it up. It is time for yet another episode of the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I, of course, am your host, Rod Gomez. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Getting this one in before the Thursday night action with my man, Herms. Welcome back to the show, my friend. I'm excited to talk to you one more time. Oh, 100%. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a blast. Not only this show, but also the Thursday night game. I think <laughs> it's uh, it's getting a little underappreciated because I know, you know, the Texans, you know, down to, you know, the rookie quarterback or whatever. But, hey, I don't know. It's football, right? I'm a hey, listen. I'm OK with it. I mean, there's Canadian football going on right now that I will have to catch up on because, uh, yes, it is. It is NFL night and that's where we're at. So, uh, all right. Speaking of the NFL, speaking of why we're here today, uh, there are some players that have started to emerge as some unlikely folks. Some may call them sleepers. I'm going to call them unlikely heroes and in week three we're going to introduce you to some of these unlikely heroes who may or may not be on the waiver wire or somebody you might want to try to go get before uh sunday's games if somebody will deal these for you and and maybe not uh as high on value of them as we are uh so we'll call them unlikely heroes of week three herms we got 10 to talk about three minutes apiece we start in arizona with one Ron Delmore. We talked about him on Tuesday a little bit as a, as a rookie evaluation, but this guy could be a guy that can win you week three. Am I right? Oh, 100%. And something that I feel like uh, it's kind of flown under the radar a little bit. He has one more target than anybody else on his team through these, you know, couple weeks, including DeAndre Hopkins. Now, again, it's only one more target, but Hey, 13 targets through three, uh, two games for a rookie yeah, it's, that's something, you know, and also I don't have the exact number in front of me, but hey, those of you listening at home, if you go and pull up some numbers about yards after catch, you'll find Rondale Moore's name somewhere in that top five. I mean, geez, the guy's electric. The guy's so fast. He has all the tools. It really seems like he's got that early connection with Kyler Murray. Seriously, if he's available out there on your waiver wire, just go get him. Definitely go get him. Yeah, I mean, 114 yards last week, a touchdown, his first touchdown of his career. It's it's really encouraging to see those numbers, especially in a red-hot Arizona offense right now. And when you do share 
a wide receiver room with a, a legend, right? DeAndre Hopkins. And you're still getting those kind of looks. Uh, eight targets last week, five the week before. It, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's a trend that you love to see. And, and if he is out there, which he's probably not out there in very many uh, leagues. But I mean, this may be somebody that you could float because uh, right now somebody probably drafted them ridiculously low, probably has the receivers yeah. set, right? And, and maybe is using Rondell Moore as a flex, but you could try to grab him with somebody, a running back or, or of sorts and, and uh, you know, pull him in for week three. Cause I think he's got big weeks. I mean, they got the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. How much are they just going to torch them early? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you could run me out there. I could run a couple <laughs> routes. I might be able to score a touchdown against the Jaguars. I mean, geez, that team is awful. Oh man. But seriously, I mean, look, real talk. If Rondell Moore isn't available and you want to go a little dumpster divey, but you still want to invest in the offense, go take a look and see if Christian Kirk is available. But if we're picking between the two, seriously, Rondell Moore. Oh, Rondell Moore. Oh, Rondell Moore. Oh, yeah, so there's a fun. lot of so high hopes. Fun. I mean, like I said, if he can do that against Minnesota, he can definitely do that against Jacksonville. And really, with Kyler Murray, he's he's just in charge right now. He really is in charge, and he looks good, and he looks like he's going to take these, this Cardinals offense just – bonkers and so rondell moore already playing a huge part in that and he's you know young so he's got nowhere up nowhere to go but up yeah and worst case scenario if kyler doesn't take him to the promise land he'll at least take himself to an mvp at this pace yeah <laughs> yeah so look if you were if you were maybe waffling about whether or not to start rondell moore this is your go ahead to put him in your lineup even if you've already got two solid receivers he is a more than adequate flex play in week three could be an unlikely hero to win you your matchup i'm just saying right all right oh, uh yeah, yeah of course <laughs> he's like yeah of course i'm saying <laughs> uh all right let's move on to uh los angeles and the charger type this guy look at not very sexy right i mean he's a he's a journeyed player uh, but he's actually found himself a little bit of a surprise out there in L.A. Uh, didn't have really a great week last week. He only had three catches for 28 yards. But I think Jared Cook may get enough play against Kansas City uh, as the Chargers could be, uh, I don't know, subject to catching up in Kansas City next week after what Baltimore did to them. Uh, I don't see the Chargers doing exactly what the Ravens did. But Again, I think Jared Cook could be an outlet for Herbert, and I think he could be in for a good week and be an unlikely hero for your week three. Oh, 100%. And especially when you're looking at the tight end position, it's really hard to find guys that are able to secure consistent targets in the passing game. But through these couple of weeks, you know, Jared Cook, you know, 13 targets in the passing game. I mean, that's something. That's something, folks. I mean, go through and look at some of these tight ends. You know, most of the time you're just praying for a touchdown and maybe, you know, four catches for 40 yards at most, but hey, you know, Jared Cook seems like he's a pretty integral part of the offense. He was familiar with the new offensive coordinator, both coming over from New Orleans in the offseason. So I mean, like, hey, yo, hey, check it out. Yeah, come on, you know, Jared Cook. You need some more Jared Cook in your lives, people. Well, for reference too, look, he's got just as many targets as Rondell Moore that we were just talking about earlier. He just didn't make the catches in the yards with them. So if we're talking about opportunity breeding fantasy production, I mean, again, if we're talking about Rondell Moore, we got to talk about Jared Cook. Yeah, I mean, the logic tracks, you know, if we're, we're going to say something about one person, we got to say something about the other person. Yes, 100%. And, you know, yes, I mean, he's on the tail end of his career. Sure, there's always those concerns like, ah, oh, he's an older guy. Like, what if he's going to hold up? You know, because he has had some injury concerns in the past. You know, if you go ahead and use the old Google machine for that one, folks. But, like, yeah, as long as he's out there, 
he's balling. So, you know, the most opportunity is king. Volume is king. That's how it works in fantasy football. And as long as he's getting the looks and as long as he's involved, he has to be considered. Yeah. And again, when you talk about missing out on the first, you know, two or three, because you're probably if, if you're starting, if you're considering starting Jared Cook, then you obviously don't have, um, you know, the top three. You don't have Kelsey. You don't have Kittle. You don't have uh, Waller. Right. And you probably don't have Andrew. So if you're if you're in that Jared Cook streaming tight end, I guess, if, if this is where you're at in life, because yeah. once you pick once after those first three, I think it's OK First four, I guess, if you're talking Mark Andrews, it's okay to stream tight ends at that point. So, um, I mean, we don't, we're not really all that high. We're 13th on him consensus wise. So again, you, you would be starting him over guys like Johnny Smith, Austin Hooper, Cole Komet, Gasecki, Henry, those types of guys. Um, you know, so really if you're in that territory, if you're outside of the top 10, you know, that's probably where you're looking at a Jared cook. But if you have somebody like Johnny Smith, Austin Hooper, if you're looking at maybe even Gerald Everett, Blake Jarwin, if you're down in the dumps that low, um, then you can definitely start looking at a Jared Cook to replace him uh, and and to play this week because I think he's in for some big, big numbers. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right, let us continue. This guy is interesting because we already know that uh, Antonio Gibson is the man. Uh, in Washington, but for some reason, JD McKissick, uh, he keeps popping up on a lot of radars. A lot of that has to do, of course, with his play last week, uh, because he did find the end zone on a, on a really beautiful catch. I mean, it was a great, uh, a great catch and he actually scored a touchdown. So now he's on everybody's radar, but against Buffalo, this could be the same type of, uh, situation for him because we talk about playing catch-up. I, I really believe that they'll be playing catch-up in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's looking really good right now, and they're taking some teams to task, including a shutout last week. And so I think Washington has a lot of opportunity for McKissick to, to play and to catch passes and to really contribute and be a guy that could win you a week. Absolutely. And hey, you know, good thing you brought in your old pal Herms, the Washington, D.C. area native, because I'll tell you, got some inside information. I was a little nervous about what J.D. McKissick's role in this offense was going to be headed into this year, knowing that Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be the guy under center, making all the passes, trying to pump it downfield, maybe not so much throwing laterally. You know, a lot of what propped up J.D. McKissick's value last year was the fact that the quarterback being Alex Smith, for the most part, was, you know, only operating on one leg, basically. But hey, you know. Fitzpatrick goes down, they bring in Taylor Heineke, and wow, all of a sudden that offense looks a lot like it did last year. So, hey, you, sometimes you have to pivot, you have to readjust what your expectations were, and if this offense is going to continue to flow the way that it did on Thursday night against the Giants last week, hey, I mean, you got to consider J.D. McKissick. Matchup dependent, of course, but hey, you know, this Buffalo matchup, like you, to your point, they could be playing from behind. Hey, anything's possible. Yeah, and, and of course, in those types of game scripts, Gibson's not getting the carries. Uh, and, and McKissick got six targets last week. I mean, that's not that's not something to sneeze at. And and that was a very, very close game, right? So if McKissick is in that kind of run, even in games that are that close, I think it stands to reason that he'll see a little boost in action, especially in a really tough game against Buffalo. And you could expect to see probably another six or seven targets for him. Um, again, I don't think his rushing upside is there, but I definitely think that in it, especially in a PPR, you know, you got five points out of him alone in a PPR. So that's not bad uh, on top of the touchdown and the 83 yards. So again, to me, JD McKissick, if, if, if he's, if you're waffling on whether or not to put him in your lineup this week, uh, slide him in in a flex spot. And I think you'll, uh, good things will come out of that one. 
100%. Yep. So, uh, but uh, you know, when you also look at, at McKissick's upside too, like when you're looking at who else to start him over, uh, we go to our handy dandy SGPN ranks, which you can find on our sports gambling podcast.com. Uh, we have McKissick. Wow. I got to scroll down a little bit and there's not a lot of love for McKissick. He's at 39, but I have him at 30. Let's put it this way. All right. I've got him a lot higher than the consensus. I've got him. Uh, most people have him in the 43, 39, 35, but I think he's got more upside than people are looking at. So if you're, if you're looking for a JD McKissick, believer right here <laughs> i got him at 30 oh, there it is wherever uh-huh. i'm like oh that's the wrong one that's the noise <laughs> jeez i got so excited over mckissick that i had pushed the wrong button <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us uh all right let's move on to another receiver here in a in an offense that already has like the guy right i mean adam thielen is pretty much the guy uh in minnesota but uh, kj osborne slowly making his way into the conversation uh in minnesota five catches on six targets 91 yards last week and a touchdown um is is i think kj osborne could be this guy that could i don't know win you a week what do you think well i mean because i remember right before the season started when the the vikings tight end irv smith jr you know i can't remember what the surgery was but it was something related to his knee you know i think it was like a meniscus or something whatever we were you know sitting around thinking like oh well who's going to replace him in the passing offense like oh i wonder who the tight end is going to be for minnesota ah the tight end the tight end no it was actually a receiver and his name's kj osborne look i mean there is not a ton of precedent in minnesota for them you know being able to support three fantasy viable wide receivers but you know, the proof is in the pudding, okay? As long as K.J. Osborne is going to continue to be involved, and, like, look, he only has two fewer targets than Adam Thielen does. Like, oh, my gosh, those top three options between the aforementioned Thielen, Osborne, and also, hey, shout out, you know, Justin Jefferson doing the gritty. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, all three of those guys could be pretty good. Seriously, I've added him on a few of my benches. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. I, I overlooked Justin Jefferson. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm not a Minnesota Vikings <laughs> fan. Uh, I just I love Thielen. But yes, Justin Justin Jefferson probably the number one guy. So everybody doesn't hit me on Twitter and say you forgot Justin Jefferson. Yeah, you're right. I did. Uh, I got you. <laughs> but th- that's why we got two people talking. Two heads are smarter than one. But even still, Osborne is the second target in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins can throw the ball, and I I really believe that uh, Osborne is in a situation where he can. And and again, not a lot of people heard the guy's name up until last week, really. And now he's all a buzz. Um, I mean, he didn't have a bad game last or week one either. He had seven catches, 76 yards. So coming on strong to start his, his, uh, his world again, this is one of those guys that you might be able to find on the waiver wire. Uh, and if, if he's there, uh, by all means, I would snatch him up and, and spot start him against Seattle. That is going to be a game with a lot of passing, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I mean, that secondary is incredibly weak. I mean, you know, we've seen them get torched over the past year, basically. Even last year, it was pretty terrible because outside of Jamal Adams, I mean, who's really there? And also, hey, look, if you're not super comfortable starting Osborne right away, I get it. Do you. But at the very least, just stash him on the bench. If that's all you do, just stash him on the bench. Seriously, because if the payoff is truly there, 
you're already like a week ahead of everybody else. It's wonderful. Well, yeah, and you look ahead. They got Cleveland. They got Detroit coming up, and Detroit is definitely somebody that I think that can get passed on. We saw that already <laughs> as Green Ooh, Bay yeah. oh, lit gosh. them. Yeah. So and Cleveland too. I mean, Cleveland is not necessarily the the defense you fear. So there's three weeks right there in a row that Osborne definitely plays into your hand. So if he's out there still in a in a league where people are asleep at the wheel, I would go snatch him up and again plug him in against Seattle because that's going to be one heck of a showdown. Uh, and then we move now to the hapless New York Jets. Uh, who I, I get it. I get that there's no real buddy that you want in that Jets offense, but people have to put up numbers, right? I mean, there's numbers to be had on just about any offense, uh, but we're looking at a guy, Braxton Berrios, who came in flashes, you know, last year, I thought, who, who made a little bit of a noise and then kind of went away. But last week, he uh, he had, what, 11 targets, seven catches, 73 yards, uh, one of the better days for the Jets. And he very well could be one of those guys that the Jets lean on going forward to try to at least do something. Oh, totally. And, you know, it's been a it's been a wild, uh, wild year so far for the Jets, because even in the offseason, you know, bringing in a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, bringing in a brand new quarterback. But one thing that did carry over from the old regime into the new regime is wanting to throw to the slot receiver. That is something they really seem to want to keep doing. And as long as Jamison Crowder is out, it really seems that Braxton Berrios is going to be picking up that slack. So. You know, logic dictates. It's like, okay, well, they throw to the slot receiver a lot. Well, who's the slot receiver? Oh, Braxton Berrios. Okay, there it is. It's as simple as that. Honestly, there's value to be found on any team, even the bad ones. I kind of thought it was going to be Corey Davis. It was half true so far, but hey, look, Braxton Berrios, again, kind of like we were saying earlier about, you know, Jared Cook and Rondell Moore. If the targets are there, the opportunity is there. So it's not super sexy, but... I mean, hey, in a deep enough league, you got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like if you're in a 14, 16 team league and like this is where you're at on the or if you're like in a Scott Fishbowl type situation too, where yeah. or or a satellite of Scott Fishbowl where you're really thinking, well, I mean, maybe Scott Fishbowl guys uh, and gals that play are a little ahead of the game. But uh, Braxton Berrios, if they're sitting there on a, you know, like a short bench type situation too. Uh, this is a guy that you could pick up and potentially have. He's got Denver. He's got Tennessee. He's got Atlanta. All three of those matchups are ones that the Jets will have to literally throw their, their for their life against. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be the rest of this year and even probably parts of next year, too. I mean, geez, at the rate this team's going, at the rate they're rebuilding. Oh, man. <laughs> We're talking Braxton Berrios as a dynasty sleeper at this point. <laughs> Just hang on to him for I the rest so. of his career. He's he's going to have value on that Jets team because the Jets are just going to throw the ball from now until like 2025, I think. But I guess yeah, so. but I mean, again, this is so Braxton Barrios, not a sexy name. Uh, but then in fantasy football, it doesn't always have to be sexy. Like the gritty, the gritty wins sometimes are better than uh, I, I feel like the big blowouts when you're not necessarily sweating it down to the wire. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Again, so keep that name on your radar. Braxton Berrios. He is a New York Jet. He is probably going to be uh, not very heavily owned, uh, but somebody that you'll you'll want to keep in the back of your head. 
going into week three and beyond. And of course, like we said, until 2025. So, (laughs) all right. Five down, five to go. We break and we come back. We talk about our next five uh, unlikely heroes of week three. By now, I do know the answer to this question, but are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, lucky for you, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We are bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and so much more. There are great promos, odds, and payouts all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. So are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. It's a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. So download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Of course, we're always brought to you by PropSwap. It is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go right now. Check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know. And of course, most importantly, a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and so much more. Drop that promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap is going to match it up to five hundred dollars if you love sports betting and i know you do you need to be using prop swap with prop swap your app or your bet does not even need to win it doesn't need i'm so excited your bet doesn't even even need to win in order to make money literally just needs to improve so when making your bets always make sure to go for two make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets right now on prop swap every single day so get started today by going to propswap.com or download the prop swap app prop swap is where america buys and sells sports bets if you are looking for a stress-free way to keep your hair well keeps offers a simple way to do that and it has you covered they offer convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so you don't even have to leave your house to get this and it doesn't cost a whole lot either treatments start at just ten dollars a month and keeps offers generic versions of those treatments they will do it discreetly with their discreet packaging and of course they offer proven results keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors so you know you can trust them and look prevention is the key treatments can take four to six months to see results so you gotta act fast if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss go to keeps.com slash sgp to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. keeps.com slash SGP. Five more unlikely heroes of week three coming at you. Rod Gomez of the SGPN and Herms NFL all over your social media feeds. Uh, so glad to have that guy on my show. I love him. Love his energy. Uh, speaking of loving energy, Quentin Cephas. How much do you love this guy's energy right now? This is one of those guys that last year, I think people were talking about, and all of a sudden this year, he's just blowing up and seems to be all over. I think he could win you a week. Uh, I know that he's won people weeks Last week, I think he can do it again this week. 
Now, I got to say, I really liked Quintez Cephas a lot as a prospect coming into the league, but I think the thing that he really had going against him was, well, I mean, just like the more physical type of receiver that he is. I mean, Kenny Galladay was on the roster, and then, well, obviously he's gone now. And then, you know, Tyrell Williams, you know, say what you will about the guy. It's been a couple of years since he's been super relevant because injuries have held him back. And once again, injuries have held him back, which is what thrusts Cephas right there into relevance. He's been seeing the targets, you know, because other than TJ Hawkinson and I guess the pair of running backs in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, it's Quintez Cephas, you know. I mean, I don't have, like, a ton to say in terms of, like, you know, actual, you know, tangible evidence. Just anecdotally speaking, if you are to trust my word and trust my evaluation skills, Quintus Cephas is really good. I think he's really good. I think he has a very decent chance because, I mean, hey, you know, kind of like with the Jets, it's like, you know, yeah, the team is, you know, they decided to hit the blow it up button and they're starting from somewhere. So someone has to do something on that team. So, hey, why not? You could do worse things. Well, and so he had seven targets last week and he got targeted deep quite a bit too. So it wasn't like he was getting the underneath stuff Four reception, 63 yards, a touchdown in both games that he's played in. So if you're in touchdown only leagues, Hey, you love this guy already. Uh, he's gotten you two touchdowns on the season. Um, you know, the first, first week wasn't necessarily great yardage wise, but again, he did get in the touchdown. He got a two point uh, conversion as well. So Quinton, uh, Quintez Cephas is again, one of those guys that is going to be, I think utilized going forward they got baltimore they got chicago they got minnesota three games right there uh especially that baltimore game this week i mean this is one of those like we said week three heroes because detroit uh, i'm sorry but baltimore they're riding a pretty good high i know that there's folks that are saying that this is a trap game because baltimore might be too high on themselves after beating the chiefs and might fall into the trap that detroit because detroit's not playing bad they're just not beating teams uh so Really, again, I think this is going to be a knockdown drag out battle where all of the offensive weapons from both teams are actually going to be in play. And uh, Cephas has definitely proven himself to be an offensive weapon on the Lions. 100%. So, uh, all right. Again, like I said, seven catches, 63 yards last week. That could very well be the line that you're looking at again in Baltimore. So if you're looking for a wide receiver three or maybe even a wide receiver two flex upside, uh, definitely load up Quentin, Quintez. I want to call him Quentin. Quintez Cephas uh, from the Baltimore Lions. If you can say, or the Baltimore Lions, the Detroit Lions. Jesus Christ, Rod. It's like, oh, no. It's like Thursday night football is about to start and you're already just getting yourself ahead. <laughs> it's the uh, Houston Texans energy rubbing off on you. That's, uh, that's probably what it is. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Davis Mills, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of, of quarterbacks, we're going to move on to this one. Uh, love this guy's fight. Love his courage. Uh, definitely hasn't necessarily equated into wins on the field yet, but Daniel Jones is leading the giants. Like he's actually their quarterback and probably the only thing they got going for them. But I think he is an unlikely week three hero. Herms, tell me I'm wrong. Oh, gee. okay. I'm going to have to remove personal bias from this because there's <laughs> every time Daniel Jones puts together a stretch of games where you start to believe you're like, okay, all right, well, maybe he could be the guy that we thought he could be. Oh no. And he runs for 80 yards and fumbles it in wide open field and just you know, the interceptions and all these other, like, oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, oh gosh, I have to take myself out of that mode and just acknowledge the fact that like, look, I want to say he's had the third most carries of any quarterback 
so far this season. And hey, the rushing upside and the rushing, well, rather the rushing floor that you get from a, a quarterback in fantasy. I mean, like in most leagues, what is it? One point for every 25 yards that you throw the ball. Well, it's running the ball. It's still typically, you know, one point for every 10 yards that you run. So as long as he's not fumbling as he runs somehow and continues to keep up this pace and that connection with Sterling Shepard continues to you know be what it is. Another name to shout out. Hooray, Sterling Shepard. You know, like, yeah, Daniel Jones. I mean, uh, I'll, uh, gosh, uh, Adam, Adam to your bench. Do it. I don't, maybe start him. Oh, gosh, it's so hard to admit. Oh, no. dun, dun. I think he could be. I don't know. So, look, he threw for a touchdown last week and he's run or in both weeks and he's run for a touchdown in both weeks. He's got a rushing touchdown in both weeks and he led he led the team in rushing last week when he's got Saquon Barkley on his team yet he was the leading rusher so I mean that says a lot and look the consensus at SGPN we've got him at 11 so he is a starting quarterback in a 12 team league uh so I mean you know uh, no look I'm a little lower on him I got him at 16 but I still think I still think if you're in a two quarterback league if you're in a super flex league Daniel Jones is one of those weak winners. I'm not necessarily sold that he's going to be a top 12 quarterback by the end of the week, but I really think that uh, in those type of special situations, he could be your unsung week three hero. And look, if you're sitting on a guy uh, right now, like maybe you feel uh, like you can't trust, I don't know, a Baker Mayfield, a Joe Burrow, maybe even a Matt Ryan. If you, if you're squeamish about Sam Darnold this week, Definitely try to uh, see if you can figure out if Daniel Jones is still out there for you. I mean, he could probably beat the Falcons at the very least. <laughs> he probably could. Even if it's just one more week, this would definitely be the week to keep it going, you know? Yeah, he's got the Falcons. He's got uh, New Orleans. He's got Dallas. So, uh, yeah, I mean, might as well give him a run. Who knows? Good things could happen if you start Daniel Jones. PicksWise is the number one app for sports betting picks helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game all for free. Have you found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotion to sign up and account, compare the odds, and finally, place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're ready to turn your picks into real cash with prize picks, it's my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast, it's easy, and it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win. So load up on it. It's up to 10 times your money you can win. Prize picks is the only way I play. Uh, and of course, you can use the promo code SGP. Receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks promo code SGP. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. 
Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they first, they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of these mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, and I know you are, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And look, all plans come with unlimited talks talk and text high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5g network use your own phone with any mint mobile plan so keep the one you got right now don't even let go of it keep your same phone number two all the existing contacts mint mobile will do it all for you look and if you're not 100 percent satisfied mint mobile has you covered with their seven day money back guarantee if for whatever reason you don't like it give it back seven days later no harm no foul so right now switch to mint mobile you get a premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash sports sgp that's mintmobile.com slash sports sgp cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sports sgp are you the best football better in the u.s the folks at odds crowd are challenging you to prove it in this football season with their epic free-to-play fantasy betting contest each week of the season there is a 350 nfl contest and a 250 contest the boys here at the sgpn are all taking part so you can try to claim your bragging rights over us too how does it work it's easy once you enter a contest you track your bet against real odds and lines much like you would with any pick tracking app the most profitable players though rise up the leaderboard if you have the highest profit at the end of the contest you win that simple and odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests it's a social app for sports bettors it's free to download you can live group chat with any other better track your bets set up private fantasy contests with your buddies and a whole lot more so download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today and as always download that sgpn app right now so you can get in all all of our favorite picks all of our podcasts and all the stuff that we have here at the sgpn and while you're at it why don't you toss us an app review and download the sgpn app today uh good things can also happen if you start james white now listen before we get going on anything new england get it it is an absolute cluster out there but they did beat the jets last week so there yay there's actually some hope (laughs) for the patriots in 2021 Uh, but white is one of those guys that we always knew what white was going to be, right? He's not necessarily the guy that's going to run you the ball. Uh, he had five, five carries for 20 yards, but he did have a rushing touchdown, which kind of bucks the trend, but he did get six targets, catch all of them for 45 yards, which I think is where his value is going to be, especially going into, uh, new Orleans this week where again, this is one of those things where we pick players on situations where they're either going to be in close games or get blown out. They're going to have to be thrown to quite a bit. And in PPR, that's exactly what you're looking for. Uh, six free points from catches from a running back. You can't sneeze at that. So James White, week three, unlikely hero. No, I'm definitely with you. And, you know, for all you PPR uh, fantasy football managers out there, you know who James White is. He's been a legend in the past. Wow, 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 wow. And for as much as... You know, as much as made of Bill Belichick and the very irritating running back by committee, it's like, oh, well, you can't trust any of them. Who's it going to be? Well, you can trust the pass catcher guy, because at least for the last several years, it's been James White. The only reason he even had 
you know, and again, I'm just, you know, I don't know 100%, but I'm just going to assume, I mean, like there was a tragic accident relating his parents last year that probably, you know, slowed things down for him. So if that was something that made you nervous or whatever, it's like, I don't know, it seems like he's back ready and raring to go again this year. So it's like, yo, the only consistent running back you can really count on in uh, the Bill Belichick, you know, weird mumbo jumbo of what's been going on over the past several years. It's been James White. If you're playing PPR, you can go ahead and, and trust James White with confidence. Yeah, and and really, I don't know how many people aren't necessarily rolling him out, but if you had any trepidation because of the fact that it is New England, um, we just can take now that last week shows, I think that uh, uh, he's trending in the right direction again for you to maybe make him a week three unlikely hero because, again, New England, they're really not looking good this year. So it's for the second year in a row, we can all say that the Patriots are what they never used to be, right? That's that's really what we're looking at now. It's not the Patriots of your father. Uh, it's, it's, it's now the modern Patriots, and they need to lean on guys like James White to, to bring them up. They really do. So, uh, James White, unlikely week three hero. I have a feeling that uh, he's in for a, a pretty decent game. Uh, and, and we can just, I don't know. If, again, if he was debating on whether or not to start him, we say load him up because he could be that week three hero. Speaking of a week three hero, Derek Carr has been a week one and a week two hero. And I don't know that he's getting the love and respect that Derek Carr should get. And I'm not just saying that as a Fresno State fan. I'm saying that as a guy who has had his fair share of Derek Carr doubts. Uh, But he's surely silencing most of these 34 of 56, 435 yards in week one against Baltimore, where they won the game. And then they won against Pittsburgh again, 28, 37, 382 and two touchdowns again. Derek Carr, is he the real deal in 2021, Herms? Are we looking at the real deal? I mean, we must be. I and mean, I got to say, my Rodney Dangerfield isn't super good. But yeah, why doesn't he get any respect? Why doesn't he get any respect? I mean, geez, he's been doing everything they've been asking him to do. And look, also a really sneaky, underrated part of this Raiders offense. I mean, a lot of the receivers are super involved because like normally it was just like, ah, it's just going to be Darren Waller. And then, the, you know, the rest of them are kind of irrelevant. I don't know. Hunter Renfro stepped up. Henry Ruggs has stepped up. Brian Edwards, if it weren't for a couple penalties, calling some big plays back, you know, he's stepped up. And the one thing they all have in common is Derek Carr throwing them the ball. If we remember, I want to say it was the end of like 2016 or 2017. Before he had that injury or whatever late in the season, we were probably looking at Derek Carr as the NFL MVP potentially. It's been a while for him to come back. Obviously, the weapons around him, you know, it's been a work in progress. But they seem to have found a group of players to surround him with that everything is really clicking. And Baltimore and the Steelers, those are two really, really good defenses. And he torched them both. So, I mean, hey, geez, if his ankle is all good to go, make sure, you know, check the medical reports, do all that. If he's all set, oh, my gosh. Yes, Derek Carr to the moon. To the moon, baby. And that's the thing, too. Yeah, the the practice reports are right now looking like he's going to go. Obviously, Josh Jacobs, he's been doing this without his his key running back, too. So this is also a a boon in his direction because it doesn't look like Josh Jacobs is going to come back. So he's going to have to do this again. And he's going to do it against Miami. Miami. I mean, week three against Miami, he's definitely looking like he's going to do big things again uh, against this. Because if he can torch Baltimore, if he can do what he did to Pittsburgh, I have a feeling that he's going to be well, well into that range in Miami as well. And, you know, again, I'm going to pull up where we have him. Uh, We have Derek Carr 
a consensus 16th, but I have him as 15th. So in the quarterback two range uh, is where I have Derek Carr. And I think that's exactly where he should safely be. Um, you know, super flex second quarterback in a two quarterback league. Um, but I, you know what? And, and look, if you're, if you're struggling and if you're thinking maybe you want to not start Teddy Bridgewater and you want to go Derek Carr, you know, if you think Teddy Bridgewater will only hand off the ball for the second half against the Jets, um, and Derek Carr may throw more. I wouldn't hate you for it. I, I may think that you'd be okay. Maybe that a Kirk Cousins even too. I don't know. That that's where I'm at. I can feel it. I can dig it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something else we can dig. The Las Vegas defense. So we move from their quarterback to the DST. We don't talk DSTs nearly enough on this show, and nor do we really pay much attention to them in the fantasy football world. They're more of an afterthought. But boy, they could win you some games. And we're talking about Miami, probably without Tua, right? And so you got to think that this defense is going to literally, and I hate this phrase because they always say it, but pin their ears back and just go mad against this Miami team. Yeah, and you know, credit where credit is due to Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's a professional. He's good. He's not, you know, the worst quarterback in the world, but obviously, I mean, there's a reason he was signed to be a backup in Miami, not to come in and be a starter anywhere. And, you know, I got to say, man, like, you know, that aside, also just, I mean, selfishly, and, you know, as a Steelers fan, I was very deeply hurt by what happened. Oh my gosh. I thought that it was going to be an easy matchup for this Pittsburgh offense, but that turned out not to be true. Maybe that says more about Ben Roethlisberger than anything else, but I digress. Look, the, the Raiders defense has been a lot stronger than I thought they would be. Honestly, they were a complete afterthought in my mind entering this season and I'm wrong. So that on top of the fact you're going up against a backup. Yeah. Oh, Fire it up. Do it. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you because, again, they, these guys, they're they're just really shutting down some really good teams altogether, and they got the potential to, to, to turn in a ton of sacks. And so, uh, again, like I said, we don't necessarily talk about defenses being unlikely heroes, but that's probably the most unlikely of unlikeliest heroes is having a DST because how good does it feel to get like 13, 14, 15 points out of a DST? Um, because that's not necessarily where you usually get your 13, 14, 15. And that could very much be the difference between you winning a matchup and you not winning a matchup is if your DST performs. So as far as streaming uh, defenses go, if Las Vegas is still out there, I, I would certainly go grab them. And look, they're in the top seven uh, of, of most DSTs this week. Um, and then we've got them. Oh, just pull up where we've got them. Uh, we've got them... Wow, they want to prove me wrong. We've got them consensus 17. Uh, but again, I'm still thinking that if you're in streaming land, because a lot of the top 10 are already taken, you know, Denver, Carolina, New England. Uh, but if you're looking for a streaming defense, Las Vegas could definitely be the unsung hero for you there. Um, and plus, like I said, against Miami, I probably have them ranked a little too low. I probably should move them up uh, after Thursday's game. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Would you would you play on the Las Vegas Raiders defense? 
Oh, me, I mean, I'm a little too short for that, you know, maybe, I don't know, you could stick me out there as, like, a slot corner, I guess, I mean, like, if I lost a few pounds and got myself back into cross-country shape, I mean, it's possible, you know, possible. Uh, I've always wanted to just try to be on the defensive line, just to start button heads with people, just to, you know. I mean, look, I, I, would I, I would get destroyed, but it would be fun for at least 10 minutes. I mean, look, I've always said, man, you pay me league minimum. I would be the happy. I would slap everybody's butt. I would just be the happiest bench rider you would ever see. I wouldn't even need to see the field. I wouldn't be like Rudy. I, you wouldn't have to put me out there. Yeah, just have me as like the third string quarterback. You just put me on the practice squad even. I don't know. Yeah, I'll buy a ticket to the game if that's the way I have to go. Just pay me to practice. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, all right, Herms. We have reached the end of the list. Uh, I, I just want to say thank you so much. Always a blast to chop it up with you. And uh, if you are looking for a fantasy content unlikely hero, it is Herms. This man is worth your follow, worth your time. And uh, somebody who I definitely enjoy uh, following on social media. So why don't you let everybody know where they can have the pleasure of doing exactly the same as me? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Herms NFL. You can check out my podcast that I do with The Lateral at The Lateral FF on Twitter. We have a website, www.thelateralff.com. Uh, it's it's redraft focused. It's a lot of fun. It's, you know, just me being goofy off the wall. <laughs> a lot of fun. And you can find me every single Friday night on Rum Boys After Dark on the Rum Boys Fantasy Network. Find it on YouTube, Rum Boys with a Z. And also, I contribute articles to Football Absurdity at Fball Absurdity on Twitter and www.footballabsurdity.com. Check it out at Herms NFL. It's your boy. One of the hardest working men in the industry. Gotta love him. It's Herms. And again, we appreciate the time and we appreciate your time, everybody, for uh, spending it with us as you always do. Football week has begun. You've already seen the Thursday night game by the time you listen to this and Sunday is a full slate. So much fun. So much fun. Hopefully you're able to find some of these guys out there on the waiver wire. Maybe you can acquire a couple by trade before Sunday's games if your uh, commissioner pushes them through. But hopefully they help you win some weeks and these unlikely heroes will come through and uh, hopefully turn your season around or quite possibly just win you another week. So uh, if you listen to this show, you're all 2-0 already. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. So. Uh, all right. And until next time, everybody, find this show on the SGPN app and everywhere you find your favorite podcast. Once again, thanks to Herm. Thanks to you. And until next Tuesday, let it ride. Yeah.